Hey, Go Church family, this is Gilbert. I'm uh, sitting here with Pastor Matt Beamer. Hey, everyone. And I'm sitting here with Pastor Chance. Hey, guys. And today we want to talk to you about crazy faith. So this month in October, we're going through our series called Crazy Faith. Last week, we completed our week one of our grow groups. If you missed that, I encourage you to listen to the podcast from the last week and join us this week because we're talking about some very, very important things that can really, really change our lives. So as we get into it, I want to ask Pastor Matt, what is the purpose of what we're going through? So I'm so glad you asked that because as you were just introducing everything right now, I was reminded of the fact that in our last episode and some of the things we've we've focused on have really been about individuals having crazy faith but there's a sense of something in my spirit about this message that God wants to get, you know, even the, as, as we pray in the prayer that I kind of encourage everybody to pray on a regular basis, there's something about a church filled with people that are just filled with crazy faith that can believe for limitless possibilities that can, God can use to change nations. And uh, so I believe there's something he wants us to do as a church that's going to take crazy faith, maybe in the not too long distance from now. And so I think that's one of the reasons why he's he, one of the purposes to this message to unlock our imaginations for that limitless possibility of what he can do in our lives and through our lives, both individually and as a church. That's amazing. So what you're saying is that we can have crazy faith, not only for ourselves, but we can have crazy faith for our church, as a church for family. our country, yeah. for a whole bunch of things that can happen here and we can start seeing change in our lives. Absolutely, 100%. That's amazing. Pastor Matt, could you read the key scripture for yeah. this month? Uh, so you'll recall that Mark chapter 9, verse 23, and we really focus in on, the, on a portion of that where it says, if you can believe, all things are possible. That's the words of Jesus. And so if you remember the context, uh, this unfortunately this man had a son, he was possessed, he was, the son was being, you know, injured through this, this demonic influence uh, attacking his life. And he brought him to the disciples, the disciples couldn't, couldn't get connection with their faith. And so he came to Jesus and, and the scripture says um, uh, in response, he says, if you, the father, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. And then the father's response back to Jesus is, he says, he cried out with tears. He says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And I, I think that that part of the verse is really the picture of where I see so much of the church today is, is um, we've been locked in this this condition of what we cannot do and the goal of this series over the month is try to unlock our imaginations for the limitless possibilities of what god can do in us personally and in go church as a family i think that's amazing and actually pastor matt right before we started recording we were talking about the story of jesus walking on water and how yeah. peter came out and walked on water and you pointed out this amazing picture where you know first Jesus himself was walking on water and it gave Peter this imagination that, hey, he's doing it, right? Yeah. So maybe I can do it? Yeah, I mean, like who thinks that they can walk on water? And 
And first of all, going back to Jesus himself, I always imagine him, you know, because because it's not like the water is still the, you know, the sea, of Gal- the, the waves go in and out. And so you kind of get like I can imagine a little bit of a running start as the waves go out and then coming back. <laughs> it's like, you know, what's that first step like? It's like yeah. who has the thought that, hey, it's just water. I can walk on it. You know, Jesus had this limitless imagination where he could see. And we talked about in our last episode it really that, you know, Hebrews chapter 11, verse one is is faith is the substance of things hoped for, the, the evidence of things not seen. And that's really sounds like imaginations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our imagination is that thing which you can't see naturally. You see it. And that's that hope aspect of that verse. And uh, and so but then when Peter saw Jesus. It's like, what? You can do that? <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. want to do it too. And but, but you made a great point. It wasn't just him seeing Jesus do it and just doing it because Jesus did it. Because he needed a word. And that's really, you remember our definition of crazy faith is God said it. I believe it. That settles it. That's amazing. And I think that, you know, across the Bible, we see these huge crazy faith stories. And, you know, last week we were saying before we get into crazy faith, we need to start walking in baby faith. And we yeah. shared a lot of these baby faith stories. And today, in, in, in a few minutes, we're actually going to talk about crazy faith stories. But in order for us to get to that place where we're exercising our crazy faith, like you said, Pastor Matt, we have to unlock our imagination. So what Peter saw unlocked his imagination. But then Jesus said, come. And when he said, come, Peter received the faith to be able to step out in crazy faith. And we see these huge stories across the Bible about crazy faith. We see how, you know, Moses parts the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. We see how David faces Goliath, you know, with, with a slingshot and five stones. And we see these amazing stories. And like you mentioned last week, across the chapter of Hebrews uh, 11, there are these amazing crazy faith stories. So in order for us to get there, we need to unlock our imaginations. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor Matt, tell us a little bit more about what that means. Yeah, so, uh, you know, let's start with the fact that God created us in His very image. We saw that in Genesis one twenty-seven, And the word image, of course, is a part of the word imagination. And so when we say He created us in His image, we're saying that He created us with a similar kind of imagination to him. And if you think about all of creation started in God's imagination before it could be seen and felt materialistically before there was land, God imagined land, mm-hmm. and, you know, so in, in, and he created us with that same kind of ability, that same kind of imagination. We want to unlock it. And one of the things, you know, we talked about in the message and we want to emphasize is it seems like when people grow up, the, you know, all the can'ts of this world, yeah. people, you can't, uh, your teacher said you can't do that. Your parents say you can't the do that. The traumas and the bad experiences. And yeah. Things get your mind. Right? Yeah. The limits yeah. just kind of crowd our imagination down to, you know, almost nothing. And so being childlike and having that, you know, we talked, we mentioned a key to the kingdom is to be more kid-like and we don't mean be more immature, why is it that um, we're called the children of God anyways? Well, kids trust. You know, kids believe, kids obey, kids imagine. 
you think about when you were a child and just, you know, that aspect of imagination that's in, in those of you that have little children. I mean, Chance, you've got little kids. I mean, they're, they're, they're imagining all kinds of things. It's like there's no limit to that imagination. So as a mature believer, it's like you go from a place as a, as a, in a natural development where your imagination maybe becomes stifled, but then the closer you get to the Father, the more you wash your your imagination with the water of his word, the more you focus on who Christ is in you and what he did for you, the more you zoom in in your relationship and in prayer, it, it, it positions your imagination to become like kid-like again in the sense that, man, there's no limits. You can walk right. on water? What? That's amazing. <laughs> you know, this is, this is what I... I really like when you look across the Bible, you see crazy faith stories everywhere. And I think that what it does is it really helps unlock your imagination. And we even see that when Jesus ministers to different people. And you pointed this out actually in Mark chapter 10, that there are two specific stories. Mm. Well, two very different stories, but Jesus asked the same question. Can you talk about those? Yeah. So if you remember, and, and again, it's really important. It's real simple because they're both in Mark chapter 10. And, um, the one story is James and John, the Bible calls them the sons of Zebedee. They came to him and said, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. <laughs> so they were kind of exercising this limitless imagination. They were, you know, young in their, in their faith and understanding. And what I love is how Jesus responded to that. He didn't just say, who do you think you are? <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think? You? No, instead he says, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I love that response. What do you want me to do? It's like, okay. And then they say something just, they say, granted to us that we may sit at your right hand, one on your right hand, one on your left hand, in your glory. And Jesus said, man, you guys don't even know what you're asking. And they were asking out of selfish ambition. And so their motives may have been wrong. But what I like about this is what we see, we see the position of Jesus saying, yeah, what do you want? And, and it's, he, he kind of doesn't say it can't happen. He just says, look, I don't know if you're able to really, you don't really understand this. You don't understand what this really means. And so it wasn't like he was coming against their asking for it. In some ways, I think he probably smiled when they did. He's like, okay, guys, what do you want? Like, how crazy can this get? Yeah. And then the same chapter, just a little bit later is, is um, blind Bartimaeus. And we see Jesus, a very similar situation. And Jesus says the same question to him. He says, what do you want me to do for you? So Jesus didn't even see that he was blind. Of course he saw that he was blind, right? Absolutely saw that. <laughs> but what is he doing by asking this question, what do you want me to do for you? He's unlocking the imagination of these people. And he's, he's uh, not taking for granted things. But it, it, you can kind of see him just trying to help them unlock that ability to see something that maybe they couldn't see otherwise. That's amazing. What do you want me to do for you? I think that's a, yeah. it's a great question that helps us see further, right? So, yeah, and, and to think that's yeah. his perpetual frame of, of mind whenever he's like, what do you want me to do for you? That's yeah. the way he looks at us. Yeah. So I, I, I actually really like this uh, the story in Genesis where, you know, God promises these amazing things to, to Abraham and to Abram, right? Mm. And then becomes Abraham and he promises him, you know, thousands innumerable children and, and and you know that he would have kids and kids and kids and generations beneath him and he couldn't even have one son you know and mm. and he had that promise and i i love where you know the lord says you know he brought him out this is genesis 15 5 
and he brought him outside, outside of his tent, and he made him look up into the night sky and said, you know, count the stars. Yeah. It was like, he, he's trying to open up his imagination where, yes. you know, hey, count the stars, take a look at it, start counting mm -hmm. and see what I want to do for you. So mm -hmm. it's trying to open up his mind, give him a, a bigger perspective. And I think that's just, yeah. it's powerful. And you see this across, uh, across the Bible and what, what the Lord tries to mm -hmm. do is like, you know, we limit ourselves mm -hmm. at the end and God wants to always do more for us. So as, as we take this further, how about we talk about crazy faith stories, whether they're our own stories or, you know, stories that happened around us. So I'm going to I'm going to ask Pastor Chance, do you have any crazy faith stories you'd like to share with us? Yeah. You know, you always hear like these awesome stories, right? We read about them and all these things and uh, it, it sparks you, right? And I remember there was a there was a time we were at a um, nursing home, and I saw like all these women are praying for this lady's knees because she had, she couldn't walk, and I just remember standing by this wall, and I just could not help myself. I'm I'm staring at her. She had uh, her eyes were just glossed over. They're they're uh, cataract cataracts, so and, she couldn't see at all. No, she couldn't see, and and so it, obviously she couldn't walk. But I'm sitting here looking at the bigger picture, right? Like she she can't see, and so this faith just rises up on me and I just, I just start hearing these words from Mark 16, right? Like, and these signs will follow those who believe. Yeah. So I just couldn't help myself. I went over there and prayed for the lady. And whenever she opened up her eyes, you just see these clear crystal blue eyes and she's just crying. And it's just amazing. Glory story. to God. So after that, she was able to see. Yes. That's and, amazing. That's awesome. So she saw her needs, but God in you yeah. saw the need for her eyes, right? Yeah, and that's another thing. Is that, you know, I think she was focused on her knees, but I, I think what God was also doing was opening up her imagination imagination that he can heal her whole body, mm -hmm. not just her knees. You know, she came up with the knee issue, but it's, it's more of her whole body. That's yeah. awesome. That's amazing. Love it. Pastor Matter, is there a story you'd like to share about crazy faith? Oh, absolutely. We've got so many great crazy faith stories. Um, to me, what crazy a crazy faith story is 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 a crazy faith is something that is absolutely just crazy until it happens. It's like mm -hmm. it's like you guys are just nuts. You're crazy, yeah. and it takes God's word. He said it. Believe it. That settles it. Um, and I shared something on Sunday, but let me let me tell this one. Um, and there's so many I could choose, but this one is. I don't know. It impacted me in a very interesting way. Um, so I was in the U.S. and I was, um, you know, as you know, we travel from church to church. And that's how we develop the base of support by which we do everything that we do and go church, etc. Until, for example, the church family is able to sustain the church itself. And and so I was in the States visiting pastors. Um, and when I had traveled through Chicago Air, Airport, um, my, my debit card, my credit card got cloned. And I remember Julie calling me. She's like, Matt, what are you doing? She wasn't with me. She was in another place. She said, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, there's like $2,000 of video games that have been bought on our credit card. And I'm like, I'm not buying video games. So she found out about it and she, she canceled it. Of course, you know, she stopped the card, but I didn't, um, it was a Sunday and the banks were closed and I didn't have, I didn't have, I had like no money on me and she canceled the only card I had. <laughs> so 
and I was the next morning I was supposed to drive um, like two and a half hours across the state. I did not know where I was going to spend the night. I did not know, you know, usually I buy lunch when I take, when I go and meet people like that. I didn't, I, I didn't think I even had enough fuel in the gas tank to go there and then come back. So I just was like, I don't know, am I supposed to go or not, Lord? And the Lord said, go, you know, just like we talked about Peter walking on water. He had that word from God. He's like, let, you know, I want to do this too. And he's like, come just that one word come. And I felt like it was just that one word, just go, it'll be okay. So um, I did, I went and as I'm going, I, someone came to my heart, I, I, I telephoned them, a couple other pastors, I visited them on the way and God provided all the way through. And um, this one pastor called me back, he says, I hear you're in town. I said, yeah, he says, if you can be here tonight, I want you to minister in our church. I'm like, man, it's gonna be tight. I'm like, I'll probably be there right when worship finishes. So literally drove in, um, their church was set up where they had a green room where you could like drive up to the back door of the green room outside the church mm -hmm. building, go into the green room, got a microphone on, walked out and started preaching. I mean, I didn't even say hi to anybody. The pastor, I didn't know what was going on in the church, nothing. And as I'm, um, as I'm ministering, the Lord spoke some things by the spirit that unlocked things that that church needed. I still don't know where I'm going to spend the night. And I don't know, I'm way, I'm, like, I'm on fumes. I'm like, I do not know where I'm going. And I'm not gonna, I'm on purpose not gonna ask anybody. It was just something the Lord put in my heart for like some crazy faith adventure, just to have some fun with it. And um, this has never happened before, never happened since. See, what happens a lot of times in the church is they'll receive an offering for you, but usually because it's a Sunday or a Wednesday or something like that, it's late, they'll put it in a safe and the next day they'll count it, put it in the bank, and then they'll send you a check. And, you know, so it might be a week or two before that actually lands in my account is useful. I'm like, I need money now. <laughs> and, and I don't know where to stay and I don't have any more fuel in my car. So um, he, the guy came to me and he says, you know what? I don't know if you can use this or not. He says, but someone put a gas card in the offering. Can you use that? You know, like then these like prepaid debit cards for just you can only use it for gas at a particular. You know, like oh, oh. I'm like yeah, I can use that. <laughs> and then that. yeah, and then uh, then another guy says, man, I, I I wish you weren't leaving because I really want to spend some time asking you some questions about some of the things you spoke out by the spirit today. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't really have to be anywhere tomorrow. I don't have any meetings tomorrow. And you're like, well, where are you going to stay? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm free. I can adjust or whatever. Why don't you come and just stay at my house? I could do that. <laughs> so, but it, you know, it's those kind of little faith adventures like yeah. that, that you put yourself in a position where it's like, unless God comes through, yeah. <laughs> we're going to sink big time right. here. We're going to, you know, it's like that walking on water kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That's amazing. <laughs> so he, he already had the solution for you, but yeah. he needed you to keep going. Yeah. In crazy faith, right? Exactly. It didn't make sense until it happened. Yeah, well, they never experienced any of the joys of, of that that faith building time. I wouldn't be able to tell this story if I never got in the car and went because I was afraid to step out of the, out of the boat. I was afraid to step out and in, in, out of the water. So yeah. you have to be willing to take those kind of risks. Yeah, that's amazing. So I mean, right before we close, I actually wanted to share a little story of my own and. You know, we're all a work in progress and uh, we're all seeing new things and expecting new things. So I'm not going to say that this is a crazy faith story, but this is a, an imagination story. And this mm. is a story that, you know, really means a lot to me because it comes straight, you know, from, from the Lord into my heart. And uh, I just remember the 
in, in back in June when uh, Ciela and I traveled to Holland to see her family, we were actually in the car driving with them. And uh, we started driving through a really pretty neighborhood. I mean, just beautiful, you know, where it's kind of like in the woods and you just see like estate after estate after estate, which beautiful, you know, standalone houses and they have their own land. And it's just, mm. it's stunning. And you're, you're looking out and you're just like, wow, that's beautiful. That looks, you know, restful. That, that looks nice, you mm. know? And straight away, like in, in my heart, I mean, this wasn't like, you know, some vision. It's not like, you know, nothing extravagant, but just in my heart, I, I just had this sense of this, the Lord put it in me saying, you know, you can have one of those. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's, that's amazing. I never even thought about it. You know, I never even thought that that, can that happen for me? Really? Like, wow. You know, given the situation I'm in right now, today, you know, you, you start thinking of your day-to-days and your vision starts getting shorter and shorter and shorter. That's good. And you're looking at your day-to-days, you're looking at your job, you know, you're looking at, well, this is the income I have. This is my financial planning for this year. This is what I need to do with the money. This, like, you, you, don't, you don't stretch out that imagination to say, hey, he could do something from a place that you're not expecting, from the multiple ch- infinite channels he has to be able to, like, provide for you the things that he says. So... To me, it's like I'm sitting here saying, hey, there's a huge, huge vision for my life. And I'm, I'm stuck with my day to days and my month to month planning. And, you know, so, so I believe this is a work in progress for me that, you know, he said it. That means it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it has to happen now nor, you know, next year, but it, it's going to happen. And the, the fact is, I'm, my imagination stretched out and challenged enough to see that. You know, to it's see that. It's kind know. of like one of those look at the stars moments. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's so, beautiful. And so. I can identify with that. I remember uh, right after I moved to England, I, I used to draw houses. I almost built a house right before we moved over uh, overseas to England. And I remember the, um, you know, that was kind of the dream that I grew up with. I'm going to design my dream house and build it. And I set that aside, moved overseas as a missionary. And I remember driving down this, you know, millionaire's row in England, a beautiful sunny day with the, you know, the trees covering the road. And, and I remember driving through and the Lord said to like, came out of my spirit, that more authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit was like, you know, you can still build a house, don't you? And I'm like, what? Are you serious? You know, it was like it awakened something in me that was kind of like one of those moments that I had thought that that was something that I gave away when I stepped into this life. Now, honestly, I haven't done that yet, but I know that I can do that. And what I've done is I've continually set that aside for the sake of, I want to do what I want to be where God wants me to be. I want to do what he wants me to do. But I know that I know that I know one day I'm going to be designing that dream home and building it. Because that's what he wants you to do. That's what he said to you, right? Yep. So absolutely. Uh, amen. Amen. Well, we're out of time for this week, but uh, Pastor Matt, Pastor Chance, thank you so much for this conversation. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Yeah, before we finish, though, don't forget the five day crazy faith devotion. And make sure you come with your crazy faith stories because we're going to be, uh, uh, you know, in our grow groups. That's it's so encouraging to hear different people's stories. So come with your your baby faith stories, your crazy faith stories. And then next next week, we'll also in this podcast, we've got some more stories to share. Amen. So just as we close, Pastor Chance, could you pray for us, please? Yeah. And this is the prayer that we're going to 
have ongoing this month. And so it's, Father, as I wash my imagination with your word, as I focus on what you've done in me through Christ, and as I devote extra time to zoom in to get close to you in prayer and worship, I know that crazy faith is going to rise up in my spirit. Use my clean and focused imagination to see myself and my and see my circumstances like you see them. Wash away my limited thinking and help me see big possibilities. Bring witty inventions to my imagination that will bless this generation and help me spread your love and light to those who do not know. This, this month, I commit to start at, with my baby faith by obeying you in the small things. I will start by washing, focusing, and zooming in. I know as a church, Go Church will be filled with crazy faith believers who believe for miracles. We're ready for you to ignite our imaginations. Help us develop more childlike faith and grow our trust in you day by day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.